Tom Hayes, and I'm joined as always with Ryan Shop. How are we going this week, shall we? Well, not too bad. It's the way. Uh, we got not a lot, but sort of a lot to go through in terms of segments. So we've got the rundown, obviously, a little bit of news there, uh, and the fixtures uh, for the upcoming week. We've got some FA Cup and a postponed Premier League game, so no results to go through as there was none played. We'll also do a AFCON update in the rundown, which I've just realised. Um, they're now up to the semi-finals, um, and then we'll do a full winter window recap in the Premier League. Um, there was obviously a few other big deals that we may mention outside of the Premier League, but that is uh, the main basis of this podcast. So we'll get straight into it with the rundown. This week on The Rundown, on Sunday, Manchester United's Mason Greenwood was arrested upon the suspicion of rape and assault of a 20-year-old woman. No. 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 Um, yeah, so his ex-missus uh, let loose on Instagram, pictures, voice memos, the lot. Um, since then... Uh, he was then suspended by Manchester United, wouldn't come to training, uh, was suspended for training. And then he was arrested Sunday morning, I believe it was, early as a Sunday morning. So, yeah, uh, that's basically where we're at. That's probably where we'll leave it for now. Yep. Not good. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just not good, is it? On Monday, Frank Lampard was announced as the new Everton manager, um, or... Head coach, like a gaffer, boss, gaffer, boss, um, however you like to say it. But yeah, after uh, almost a year, actually just over a year in the wilderness, yeah. um, he's got another Premier League gig um, and he's going to have his work cut out for him at Everton trying to keep them up at the moment. Um, they've made some interesting signings. Um, Straight away too on deadline day. I mean, uh, one of them was already in the works, but he got another one done, yeah. which we'll get to. But And this kind of looked... Imminent, I'd say, since um, Wayne Rooney pushed back at ideas that he'd take yeah. over. It did um, happen quick, though, considering I think it was Saturday. Mm. It said that he was in tour. So, um, yeah, I mean, Wayne Rooney pulled out. The club didn't, I mean, the fans, let's say, didn't want... Uh, Pereira. Vita Pereira, that's right. Um, so, yeah. They've now got uh, Super Frankie Lampard. Um, so yeah, I mean, what's the what are your expectations? What do you think he can do with them? I think this season. He, let's say this. Well, season. this season he just needs to keep him up. I don't think he, he needs to. He, he doesn't need to be aiming for any position. Just keep him out of the relegation um, zone. Mm. And yeah, that's all he really needs to do. I think he's made a good first impression too, especially with the deadline day. I think that'll get a lot of evidence. Mm. Whether they were already in the works before Frank come in. One of them, the loan for um, Donny van der Bench and <laughs> Deli Alley happened very quickly, but yeah. Yep. Who was that? Um, that? Top of my head just then. We'll just have to wait and see. I mean, he, he did a pretty good job at Chelsea, I'd say. but um, Would you? Yeah, he did a pretty good job. He was a bit unlucky. but I think he did a good job in terms of transfers and attracting players. I'm changing the club from what it had been in terms of its culture back to what it 
true to be. But um, yeah, we'll wait and see what happens there. Um, sure. Yeah, I mean, not much else to say. Um, <laughs> on Thursday, Mario Balotelli was awarded. Was awarded. He wasn't awarded anything. He was welcomed back to the Italian <laughs> national side. After five years... Um, How crazy is that, by the way? Mm. That's a long time. And, like, considering, like, he, I think the last season he was playing in Serie B um, with, I think it was Monza. Yeah, something like that. Um, but, yeah, he's back playing for Italy. Um, obviously, they've got a few attacking uh, injuries. Um, and they've got very important games coming up. Obviously, World Cup, playoffs in the Europe. Uh, we probably playing Portugal, as we mm. assume. Um, but yeah, they've got a game the, before that as well. The question to be asked is, um, why always him? <laughs> good one. That was good. Um, well, if he, uh, do you reckon he will have an impact? For sure. In Whether positive it's a good or negative. Or a bad yeah, impact. It'll be some sort of impact, yeah. He, he definitely, if they get to the World Cup, it's going to be the most fun any of those Italian players are ever going to have. Do you reckon if they get to the World Cup, He'll play if they get their players back. I kind of feel like they have to do it for the culture. I think they do. I think he'll play if he helps them win. And I, I think the only way that they're going to progress to the World Cup is if he well, I mean, steps up. If they do progress, if they win he the World will Cup play from because Kies is out for a year. Mm. If they win the enough. World Cup from here, he, he's he, that would shut up his doubters. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, another thing that is being happening is the, I think it's the North America World Cup qualifiers. Mm. Canada on top at the moment. Um, so I think the way that works is the first team goes through and the last four or five go to playoffs. Canada play USA today, I think. Um, or they've already played. I actually have not looked at this. Um, just have a look. No, they. They don't. No, yeah, they've already Canada won. They played Can- yesterday. Canada won. There you go. Two nil. Um, so yeah, uh, that means Canada qualify four points clear, I believe. Do you think the American uh, Ronaldo was playing or? Uh, <laughs> probably. You know, he's up there with Ronaldo, and Messi. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that type of player. Um, let's see. Was he playing? Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm curious now. Um, he. It, it just. It still looks like. Is it three that go through? He did play. Christian it, Pulisic. There's only two that go through. Um. Oh, is that how it works? I don't know. Well, the table at the moment. Um, Canada four points. Canada, clear. USA, Mexico, Panama, Costa. They've gone invincible in these Hey. They've gone invincible. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they've got Alfonso Davies. I mean, I think I think the way it works, I could be completely wrong here. I think number one goes through, and then two, three, four, five do playoffs, and then two and uh, like say, it'll at this stage I think it would be USA v Costa Rica, Mexico v Panama. The winners of that go through, so I think they get three teams. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think if that, if that's the way it goes, I think Mexico. They won't, and they USA won't have still to. Um, they won't have to worry about it next World Cup, will they? True. Well, USA won't. USA, oh, no. Mexico, all, or Canada. Canada. No, no, all three of them won't have to. Um, yeah, true. Anyway, uh, AFCON. Uh, last time we left off, we were in the round of 16. There were still a few games to go. Um, 
what did we even talk about? So we, uh, so yeah, Senegal beat Cape Verde two nil. They progressed. Uh, Equatorial Guinea also beat Mali on penalties. So they played in the quarterfinals. Um, Cameroon beat Comoros in the round of sixteen, and Morocco beat Malawi in the round of sixteen two one. Egypt beat Ivory Coast on penalties um, in the round of sixteen. So then, round of sixteen. Uh, no, sorry, not round of 16. Quarterfinals. Uh, Burkina Faso beat Tunisia 1-0 uh, to progress to the semifinals. And Senegal beat Equatorial Guinea 3-1. Uh, so they will face off in the semifinal on Thursday morning for us. Um, Cameroon beat Gambia 2-0 in the quarters. Egypt beat Morocco 2-1 in extra time in the quarters. So now... They will face off in the semis, Cameroon and Egypt, on the Friday, I believe, 6 a.m. Salah and uh, Mane could face off in in the the final. final. And Mendy. And Mendy. Um, Last week, I said, why isn't Joel Matip playing for Cameroon? Yeah. Uh, It's because he retired from international football like five or six years ago. And uh, he was invited back for this and he rejected. So uh, I was was a bit curious in that. Mm. But anyway, yeah, I think... I mean, what do you what do you think happens here? Who do you reckon? Do you reckon it'll be Salah versus yeah, Mane? Yeah, I'd say it's Senegal and um, Egypt. That's so cool. But I think Egypt win. That's even better. Just I really. I, I can't see if Egypt win. I feel like when they came into unless the... the only thing that would stop them, I think. Well, it'd be interesting to see if it went down to penalties and it was Mendy and Salah. Yeah, um, that'd be interesting. Or and then um, Mane scoring penalties as well. But um, yeah. I think you know a red card for Seller, they would Egypt would probably explode. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. The uh, the only reason I have Egypt as the nose in front is when we got to the round of sixteen, Nigeria were favourites. Mm. Uh, they were then knocked out by Tunisia, and then that was before Egypt played Ivory Coast, who then took the reins of the favourite. Yeah. They beat Ivory Coast, um, then making Morocco the favourite, and they beat Morocco. I think that at the moment they have no, to be I, the favourite. No, I would have said from the start I would have put my money on Egypt from the start, purely because... Actually, not, maybe not from the start, maybe from the... I think it was first or second game when they come back from a few goals down and it was mm. just Mo Salah, So, um, Let's have a look at the stats at the moment. Uh, Vincent Abubakar has six goals for Cameroon and uh, Toko Akambi also has five goals. So Cameroon aren't going to shy away, I don't think. So I wouldn't take my money or my eyes off them, let's say. Um, But yeah, uh, that's basically it. So that'll be, when is the final for that, by the way? 7th of February. So we'll know by the next episode who is the AFCON champion, um, which is exciting. Um, And that's basically it for the rundown this week. We got no results, so we get, go straight to Shoppies fixtures. Now taking a look at some of the fixtures coming up in the next week. We start off with the FA Cup fourth round. Um, so just looking at the Premier League teams in action on Saturday, February the fifth, uh, we have Manchester United and Middlesbrough at Old Trafford. Um, this looks like I don't know. Are you expecting much from this one? United and Middlesbrough. I mean. Come on, you gotta you gotta almost assume United should go through. I yeah. mean um, no Greenwood. 
but I don't think that's going to make a difference. Yeah, I, I think they're still. Yeah. You, you, would, you would think so. Yeah. Um, uh, the next match is between Kidderminster Harriers and West Ham. Uh, now, Kidderminster Harriers are a National League North team, so quite low down in the table. So they're not even in the Vanarama League yet. They're, no. The, they're, what's that, the 6 or 50? I think 50. Well, they'll be playing at. Ag- 60, yeah. They'll be playing at Agborough Stadium, which has a capacity of 6,444. That's still not bad, you know. No, but you need 10,000 to be in the league. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that just shows. Where are they? Can you quickly look up where they're sitting in their league? Uh, yeah, I can do that. They are third in National League North. North. Okay, fair dues. Um, oh, no, that's National League North and South. Yeah, I think that is how combined. it works. North and South, um, yeah. Yeah, just below Brackley Town and Gateshead. Um, so they're, they're in it for a chance of promotion as well. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and if they beat West Ham, best day of their lives for sure. Um, Do you reckon they'll beat West Ham? I, I wouldn't put it past them. I would. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If, if they've got this far. You know, that, that's the beauty of the FA Cup. The, if they that, beat that West Ham, if they beat West Ham, I'll buy a Kidminster, um, Kidminster kit. Okay. I will they too. have to beat them. Like, on penalties, it doesn't matter how they bear. If they progress, I will. I'll, I'll buy one, too. Uh, I'll get the home, you get the away. Or one or the other. I'll get the better-looking one. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, moving Excellent. on. Chelsea played Plymouth Argyle at Stamford Bridge. Um, yeah, Plymouth look good here. Yeah, they do. Um, Chelsea, I mean, their form isn't that great, but I think they should edge them. <laughs> yeah, fair, fair enough. Uh, on Sunday, the 6th of February, uh, there are more games. Uh, Southampton take on Coventry City. Wait, that could on. actually be a bit of a spicy match, I think. Hang on, I've got to do something. Oh, <laughs> I go Yeah, Southampton take on Coventry City, as I was just saying. Um, you'd think Southampton, but Coventry... Possibly... <laughs> What are we doing? <laughs> so, uh, we're not even meant to be tipping these, but oh uh, yeah, I would say Southampton. Okay. Southampton. Um, yes, moving on. Uh, Manchester City take on Fulham. Should be an easy match for City there. Fabio Cavallo um, might at the pop empty up head. And score a few. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, go through these. Uh, Everton take on Brentford at all Premier League matchup this at Goodison will, Park. I think this one will actually be a good game. It will because it'll be Frank Lampard's first managerial. Match, managerial match, <laughs> match in charge of the Toffees. Um, so we'll see how he sets up there. Crystal Palace take on Hartlepool United, um, another low-ranked team. I suppose that's how you say it. Um, are they League Two, something like that. I'd say They're third or fourth tier. The championship. Yeah. Um, Wolverhampton Wanderers take on Norwich at the Molyneux. Number all. Um, Wolves easy. Noah Dharma. Noah Dharma, but, but he hasn't done a lot. Yeah, besides putting so baby looking like the Hulk and running fast. Um, moving <laughs> on. <laughs> no, I'm going to. Uh, Tottenham Hotspur take on Brighton and Hove Albion. This one will also be a good game. This will be an interesting match. Tottenham um, made a fair few shuffles as well. Mm. So, I'm so. not sure all of them were Conte's, Conte's decision as well. Well, I mean, I think we'll wait till July, and then he might start spending. 
if if he's still there. if he's yeah, if he's still there and if um Levy gets him gives him the money he wants um obviously at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium next up Liverpool take off former Premier League side Cardiff City at let's um, go let's go let's go um Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's former managerial side so we hate Cardiff yeah you probably do <laughs> um although you probably like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer because. Made it's a, a love-hate relationship. Yeah. Um, and the last match to take place is the Not- Nottingham Forest taking on Leicester City. There are two Champions League um, winners' trophies between the two, and none on the Leicester side. Uh, it takes place at the Nottingham Forest Football Club Stadium, or City Ground, as it's more commonly referred to, um, built in 1898. Obviously, it's been refurbished since sure. then, um, yeah. Good to, it'd be good to see them back in the Prem, I reckon. Well, they are up... Oh, no, not England. I'm thinking of Blackburn. They could make the playoffs. Blackburn are up there. That'd be also good to see them back. Mm. I mean, I'll, it's always exciting to see who gets promoted. As long as it's not like... I mean, it'll probably be Fulham. Um, that's one of the two. Well, maybe. Fulham or West Brom. One of Fulham or West Brom will go up. I can guarantee you that. Um, or both, if automatic. But... Yeah, the the more the, another exciting thing about this is that that's just the Premier League teams involved, which means a lot of other Championship and lower league teams mm. are gonna get through to the fifth round. Yeah, well, so in the promotion spots uh, at the moment is Fulham and Blackburn, and then you got uh, Bournemouth, QPR, West Brom, and Middlesbrough in the playoff spots. So uh, still a bit to go there, but um, wait and see. And last but not least, we have one postponed match of Premier League match week 17 to take place between Burnley and Watford. This, be- this one has been postponed three times. And now. I can't remember what we predicted for it, but it's there somewhere. Should we make new predictions? Because, you know, Burnley don't have Chris Wood anymore. No, I reckon we stick with them. It'll be interesting. I don't even know what they are. Let's just make new ones. Or avoid it. You know what? Let's. We're not even going to tip for it. No. That's how... Because it might not even happen still. Um, so, yeah, the uh, FA Cup fifth round draw is at the end of February. I think that is if there are replays. Um, if there are no replays, it'll obviously be done earlier. Um, but I, I the fifth round's not played until almost this time next month. So, yeah. Uh, now we'll move on to Transfer Whispers, which will be, I suppose, the focal point, considering the transfer window just... Yeah, Fell, a complete, closed. a complete winter window review in the Premier League, team by team. We'll go through all the big deals. Rah rah rah. Let's get into it. All right. So this week on Transfer Whispers, I'm gonna pull up this tab that magically shows me every deal done by every Premier League club this month. Um, there's a lot, but I'm only gonna, I'm just gonna highlight the the main ones. Uh, Arsenal kick off with them they brought in a bloke called austin trusty for an undisclosed fee from the colorado rapids a american defender um they're also in talks to bring over an american goalkeeper which i don't think happened in the end unfortunately for them uh but they did then they did then loan him back out to colorado for the rest of the season so they'll bring him back in uh, come June, July. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else went out for Arsenal? Callum Chambers left for Aston Villa on an undisclosed fee. He's at the Gunners for eight years. 
Pablo Murray went to Udinese on loan, uh, only playing two games for Arsenal this season. Saad Kolasinac left for free to Marseille. Um, Fulham Belogan left to Middlesbrough on loan. Uh, the English forward, young English forward. Ainsley Maitland-Niles left for Roma on loan. And that's basically it. So they didn't really make any big, big moves, uh, which, you know, I kind of hope Arsenal make big moves, but it doesn't really seem to be a thing of now um, for them. But what do you rate their window out of 10, let's say? Two. Uh, Let's say out of five. One. One out of five. The only rate, and we should also mention... Abamyang could be going to Barca. I'm pretty sure he signed. I'm pretty sure he did sign, yeah. I'm not sure. I said it was updated a while ago. Um, but yeah, I think he left for free, uh, meaning they've made a lot of space. So for that reason, I... Uh, well, yeah, he did. Um, Arsenal decided not to pay one single pound for this deal as they wanted Abamyang out. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, official statement expected soon as Pierre will leave Arsenal in the next few hours. With Barca, we'll complete... Um, this was a few hours ago, I think. Anyway. Yeah, um, I think because yeah. they at least had the paperwork lodged, which means they get a little bit more time to uh, get the deal done. I think that's how that works. Um, so, yeah, for that reason, I give them a 2 out of 10 just to get that. I think he was their highest paid player anyway, so they no yeah. longer have to pay him that. Uh, Aston Villa spent uh, 23 mil this this window. Uh, that one mm. being for Luca Dean of Everton, 23 mil. Uh, they also brought in Callum Chambers, as we mm. just mentioned. Uh, Philip Coutinho on loan, uh, which is a big one. Um, and Robin Oslin, or Olsen from uh, Roma, the goalkeeper on loan. Uh, who left? We got Matt Target, left for Newcastle on loan. Um, any other first team? Louis Barry uh, went on loan, but he's been on loan. Yeah, before. Louis Barry. Um, non loan moves. Uh, uh, Axel Zembe um, was recalled. There you go. So, interesting. Um, uh, Anwell El Ghazi left for Everton on loan as an option for around a £9 million permanent move. At the end of that, Aaron Ramsey also left on loan to, wait, what? Different Aaron Ramsey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking what's going on there. As you mentioned, Axel Twenzebe, uh, his loan ended. He was recalled mm. back to United. Um, and that's basically it. Keenan Davis also left on loan to Forest, uh, Nottingham Forest, I should mention. So, yeah, what do you give them out of five? Ooh, um, three and a half. I was going to say three and a half as well. I reckon the Dina deal was good. Coutinho on loan really helped him. Really good, yeah. And they're no really significant outs. So, um, and it only cost them 23 mil. So, um, moving on, Brentford. To, uh, or she'll be called them Denmark FC. Denmark FC. Um, transfers in Christian Eriksen mm. as a free agent. Fantastic. Fantastic deal. Um that's basically it. They also got in Jonas Lossel, the FC Midtjylland goalkeeper on loan, probably just to the end of the season. Um, and no real outs. 
No. I mean, they're all just really, you know, youth players or fringe players. I thought Marcus Forsch was their captain. Nah, surely. No, nah, there's no way they loan their captain out. No, he's not, but I thought he yeah. was up there. Anyway. Um, what do you give Zero Brentford? pounds spent. That's Zero, pa- zero pounds spent. What do you um, give them? I think that's great. I, I, I'd say two and a half. I was going to say three. I think 2.75. It, <laughs> oh, we're getting real technical here. Uh, Brighton had a pretty quiet uh, window, let's say. Yeah. Um, they broke even, essentially. Casper uh, Kozlowski, the uh, Polish midfielder, was brought in from Pogon Sesen. <laughs> I, I reckon I got close to that. They, uh, they got him in for £8 million. And Dennis Undev from Union St. Gilois uh, for six mil, uh, German forward. Uh, and they also had Dan Byrne out to Newcastle for 12.5 mil and Ryan Logman out for 1.5 mil to Hull City. So they broke even on theirs. You know what? I give them a two. Yeah. Dan Byrne is that's a big, decent... That's a decent loss. Yeah. Um... But yeah, we don't really. I, I, I don't really know who the other yeah. players are, unfortunately. But I think um, they they loaned out Kasper Kozlowski again, mm. so they don't actually have him. I think that's also why I give them that. Uh, next up, Burnley. They had a bit going on. They Ooh. made money this window, uh, plus yeah. thirteen mil. They brought in Wout Weghurst from Wolfsburg for twelve million pounds. Uh, the Dutch forward. Yeah, a non-English-speaking player, or as his first language, which is crazy I mean, Burnley. Sean Dyche is diversifying. Mm. <laughs> um, no, I mean, they obviously... Chris Wood left for Newcastle for £25 million. Pounds How have they managed to get £25 million for him? That he tri- they triggered I know, I know, his... but it's still pretty funny. How good is that for him, though? I think... The the reason he had no expectation of that release clause being triggered and for it to be triggered for him. And, you know, now he's the highest paying New Zealand sportsman ever. Um, so that's good for him. But what do you give that? I mean, they got they got a forward for a forward. They made 13 mil. Three. I say three as well. Chelsea did nothing. Did nothing. No, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Crystal Palace. All right. Lost eleven million dollars, and I don't know how um, they lost. Uh, well, they bought. That's why they, they did. They bought Jean Philippe Matata. He was on their list from time ago. I think almost last winter. Um, the mines forward, uh, the French forward, ten million pounds for him. Uh, but yeah, signed a four and a half year deal there. They also bought Luke Plenge from Derby, who goes back to Derby on loan. That is sick. So you can say that now. Uh, yeah, so just in, uh, Jermaine Defoe completes his comeback to Sunderland. Um, deal signed and sealed after Rangers uh, chapter... Chapter? Defoe? Re- after his Rangers chapter. I don't think... Um, obviously, for Richo Romano's first language isn't uh, English. Uh, Defoe rejoins Sunderland on a free transfer. Um, so that's pretty that's cool. cool. That's cool. And if that new season comes out anytime soon, it, you know, who knows? You know what I keep getting reminded of? is the 
Arsenal season is covered by all or nothing. Is it all or nothing? Yeah, yeah by Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. I'm so keen to see this. It's been a especially if they drop a, off now. Just think about all the fucking shit they've been through this season, like Shaka, uh, Bamiang's like little drama there, and then they suspended him, and now yeah. him leaving, and they're still that we're only halfway through the season as well, which makes it even yeah. more funnier. Um, but yeah, Palace. They spent 11 mil, brought in two players, no major outs. I'll give them split down the middle, two and a half stars. Yeah, I'd have to agree. All right, moving on. Uh, Everton. Mm. This is uh, where it got a bit fun for them. They did lose uh, 6.7 mil all up. They bought in Vitaly Mykolenko from Dynamo Kiev, the Ukraine defender, for 17.6 mil. This one went under the radar because I didn't even know that happened. Um, but he has got Champions League experience, Europe experience. Um, 17.6 mil might be a little bit steep for him. I'm not too sure. Um, they also brought in Nathan Patterson from Rangers mm. um, for 12 mil. Um, I'm not sure. He might be a left-back cover for Luca Dean, who did leave. They brought in Deli Ali for free uh, in the very last minutes of the uh, winter window. Um, no initial fee, but potentially up to 30 mil in add-ons. Big closer to the girlfriend now. What? Ah, <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, they still might have to pay 30 mil in add-ons depending on how how they work, yeah. And they also got Dunny van der Beek on loan from United and Anwar Elgazi on loan from Villa. So not too bad mm. in the grand scheme of things. And they obviously did lose one of the best players, Luca Dean, for 23 mil. So Everton are going to have the best bench ever. Best bench. Yeah, well, I mean, Donny van der Bench, Tally Alley, they're no, no stranger to the Yeah, to I, the I think um, you can't really understate how bad losing Luca Dean was, though. Oh, I mean, when was the last time they won a game? That is true, but I don't think losing with Dean's going to do anything to help. Yeah, I. what do you give them out of five stars? Considering they got a new manager as well. Nah, 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 nah. No? Nah, right, two. I was going to say, like, yeah, two. Mainly, I was going to give them two and a half, but because of the potential to still spend 30 mil on a free transfer <laughs> doesn't really... The add-ons there, I don't know how they've been conned into doing that. But, yeah, two, I say. Uh, um, Leeds didn't really do much. Neither did Leicester. Yeah, Cody Drummer was in and out of the squad. He was sent out on loan to Cardiff, so not a lot there. Leicester didn't even bring anyone in. Just a bunch of players out of this squad. Liverpool, boy, am I chuffed. Uh, transfers out. Uh, Nico Williams went to Fulham on deadline day. Nat Phillips went to Bournemouth on deadline day. Both loans. Um, that's basically it in terms of um, senior players. And they got in Luis Diaz from Porto for 33, uh, pretty much 33.5 mil. There's also um, the potential of it to reach. No, are you sure it's that? It was 40 million euros plus 20 million, million add-ons. <coughs> Potential add-on, sorry. Well, I mean, yeah, it's about 35 up front. Um, I don't believe those instalments. So, yeah, there's a chance it could go up to about 50 mil pounds all up. Um, but I'm excited just to see how he goes. Um, I don't... I, I, I mean, I've seen him. He, he can play, but not Premier League proven. And we know how that goes sometimes. Um, Man City. 
Uh, yes, they brought in Julian Alvarez from River Plate, but I think they then loaned him back to River Plate. Uh, uh, he did. I think he'll mil. probably come in July. Yeah. So uh, 15 mil there. He is pretty good, though. Yeah. Um, Baller alert. Um, yeah, and they made 31.3 million. Yeah, um, that main transfer being Farron Torres leaving for Barca for 46.5 million pounds. Um, after that, no real big deals. So, what do you give? Oh, sorry. What do we give Liverpool out of five? Three. Yeah, I was going to say like three, three and a half. What do you give City? Um, they made 31 mil. Yeah, I'd go. Th- I go four because they made money. I was going to say three. Yeah, four. Three and a half, four. Um, Man United, uh, they brought back Axel Twanzebe from Villa and they pretty much just loaned out Van der Beek and Amadiello. So Van der Beek went to Everton, Amadiello to Rangers, Martial to Sevilla. Um, Twanzebe to Napoli. Did that happen? Twanzebe must have got loaned, brought back from Villa and loaned out to Napoli. Mm. Okay. So I don't have Twanzebe. Um, yeah, I mean... One. Vanderbeek, Bench, Diallo, Bench, Martial. In and out off the bench. Twanzebe was on loan. Well, I give him... they may need a replacement in the forward line. No, yeah, well, the timing of that was... Very unfortunate for them, but I give them one and a half. That's generous. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. At Newcastle United. Spending we very like there's no tomorrow. Here. They, I'm surprised uh, they didn't get a few more in, but... They spent a total, a net spend of $82.8 million If they did this pounds. in the January window, what is their... If they manage to stay out, what is their next window going to look like? It's going to be... It's too big to 200. even think of. Um, again, no major outs. Matty Longstaff did go on loan to Mansfield Town, which is in League well, 2. he came back from loan and then went back out. So. Yeah, so he's gone. Um, but they're ins. All right, well, let's start from the bottom. Um, yeah, he's... No, so his loan ended from Aberdeen. Yeah. And then he got loaned back out. Um, Matt Target arrived from Villa. Um, the defender, Kieran Trippier, arrived from Atletico Madrid for 12 mil. That one was very, very... Uh, early on, that was their first signing, actually, under the new ownership. Dan Byrne signed from Brighton, 12.5 mil. We already mentioned that. Chris Wood signed from Burnley, already mentioned that, 25 mil. And then Bruno uh, Guimarez from Lyon. Exactly uh, the same price. For Luis Diaz. Yes, Brazilian midfielder from Lyon. He, uh, I, it does say it here, but it was actually a funny story. His dad was a taxi driver and his cab was the number 39 and that's the number he's going to wear at Newcastle. <laughs> that's a weird, like, connection. In, or, like, sometimes... What, was he a taxi driver in Newcastle or...? No, just, he was just a taxi driver. Well, I don't know where, but his father was a taxi well, driver. Well, fair enough. He, I'm sure they'll give him whatever number he wants if they've paid yeah. that much for him. But uh, I think all of their signings will almost be upgrades on their team. Trippier will start. Dan Byrne, maybe. They did want a defender, um, a central defender, I should say. They did get that. Obviously got another tall forward, Chris Wood, and then, yeah, Guimaraes. 
he's a baller uh, in the French League, so you don't know how to really translate that to the Premier League. We'll have to wait and see. Norwich did nothing. Todd Cantwell did go to Bournemouth on loan. Weird. That is very weird. Um, but that's about it. The oh, wait, what do we give fun. Newcastle out of five? Out of five? I give them four and a half. They've got money to spend. Yeah, it's yeah, not going to yeah, hurt the yeah. bank. Yeah. I want to see what they can do in a proper window, that, like a, the main window. Yeah, let's hope they stay up yeah, that's for their sake. Uh, Norwich, what do you give them? Zero. Yeah, they pretty much gave away their, one of their best players. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Negative one. Um, this one's funny. Southampton, who did they sign? They signed the big dick Caballero. <laughs> Should I say that? Probably not. Big Willie. Big Willie Caballero as a He's free a agent. He's a Champions League winner. He is. <laughs> he is. <laughs> he is. Um, and they uh, loaned out Aussie Caleb Watts to Crawley Town, which I don't know if you saw that or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just because they loaned him out, I'm giving him a one. I'll give him a 0. 0.5. Okay. Um, yeah, the uh, Juventus brothers brothers come in at um, Tottenham. Sorry, I'm getting there. Tottenham. Yeah, um, they signed these guys on the exact same day. Um, Rodrigo Bentasor, just about sixteen million. Um, the midfielder uh, from Juventus, and they also signed um, their backup to Chiesa in Dayan Kulisevsky. Uh, from Juventus on loan. It's an 18-month loan, and they have a 35 million euro option to buy um, for him, and they're paying 10 mil for that loan. So I know it says loan. That's not really taken out of the transfer budget, but um, still money I out. would say they've so they've, they've spent 15.4 million, um, but then they've sent Deli Ali, Gianni Lacelso, Brian Lacelso. Gill, Tango and Dombele out the door. Yep. Definitely counteracts, uh, unless these guys are world well, there's, class. There's a few things here. The Ndombele deal has a $65 million option to buy. Mm. If that goes through, oh, sorry, 65 million euro option to buy uh, to Leon, that one could be huge for them. Uh, Brian Hill, we would expect him to come back. They obviously just bought him in the summer. Lacelso might be on the way out. Another player that didn't go was um, Bergvine, who they wanted out. And then Deli Ali, obviously, they could get up to thirty million add-ons for him. So it's not all bad, considering they lost fifteen mil. Mm. Say they get thirty mil for Ali and sixty-five mil for Ndombele, that's still what sixty-five mil profit, just about. No, what am I on? Eighty mil profit, just about. Mm. No, yeah, I was right. Sixty-five mil profit. If they were to go, and I think those two are upgrades. Kulisevsky is definitely an upgrade from Ali, who did play on the wing sometimes. And I would say Bentasur, probably, if not on par with Ndoble, a little bit better. So. And Ali was remembered late. It's not all bad. So what do you give him out of five? Two. I was going to say three and a half. Two and a half. You'd expect Brian Hill to come back. LaCelso might come back. If not, they will get money for him. So, I reckon decent, decent job by Tottenham. It could have been worse. Let's say, it could have been worse. Uh, Watford, they spent a total of seventeen point one million pounds. Uh, they brought in Maduka Akoye, 
uh, from Sparta Rotterdam, uh, the Nigerian goalkeeper. Uh, Hassan Kamara from Nice for 4 mil. Uh, Edo Kayambe from Kas Yupin. Uh, Samuel Kalu, Jasper Sprilla. I mean, a lot of just out there. A lot of Watford signings here. Without a manager, too, so... Now, Roy Hodgson. Roy Hodgson. Is it Watford? Since when? Roy Hodgson's been at Watford since last week. Nah, you're, you're, you're pulling me... I'm not kidding. Roy Hodgson is their new head coach. Why don't we talk about it? I think it was between... So, last week, when we went to record on Monday, we record on Tuesday... And I had everything prepared on Monday. I think it happened the Monday over to the Tuesday. And I forgot to put it in. But Roy Hodgson is the Watford head coach. Fuck, you're right. <laughs> so what has he done what here? What the hell? What's Roy he Hodgson? Done? What's he done here? Uh, he's just... I think he was thinking he was ordering a bloody takeaway or something. I don't think Watford had the... I didn't think Watford had the funds to even bring in five... Do you reckon he just went... Yeah, Shut his eyes and just... He played some ip-dip-do under the table. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's probably done. He's brought in... I, I don't reckon it was him, though. It, it doesn't seem like it's enough time to... No. It wouldn't have been all him. No, no. God, no. no. Um, they yeah, did end but up... But Claudio Ranieri's got all the transfers that he thinks Wolford needs, and then they sack him, and then Roy goes, yeah, right, and then sends him through. <laughs> Takes the credit, too. Um, I don't really rate a lot of these players. Like, they're not really big names. Well, yeah. I mean, what big names could Watford pull, if we're honest? Um, what do you give them? I'm surprised they didn't get Wilf in now, but Roy's there. Maybe. Um, one. Yeah, one and a half. Um, West, West Ham, Ham did, nothing. did nothing, and Wolverhampton did good, I'd, I'd say. they uh, trying, to, tr- trying to get rid of... Oh, no, they didn't really. They got, they got some more Portuguese players. They did. They let some of them go, but they did bring some back. Um, they triggered the uh, buy option on Huang Hee Chan's loan deal for 14 million euros, uh, pounds, I should say, which is a very good deal for them, I think. Uh, they brought in Chinquino. Another single Chinquino from uh, Estoril, the Portuguese winger, for just under 3 mil. Uh, they brought in Japanese midfielder Heo. Kawabe from Grasshopper. <laughs> Never heard of that club before. Yeah, we don't know the Grasshopper. A half a mil. Um, they brought in a Korean guy called uh, Jun Sang Bin for an undisclosed fee. Listen to the little blurb they've given you. Teenage prospect dubbed Korean Mbappe. Um, I hope so. Who did get loaned. He got loaned out to Grasshopper. Um, they brought in Portuguese defender uh, after his loan ended from Grasshopper. What is Grasshopper? It's a uh, Japanese club. Okay. And Ryan Gills. I believe. From Cardiff. He's loan ended, but then he was loaned back out to Blackburn. Uh, Bruno Jordao was loaned out to Grasshopper. It's not. It's a a Swiss club. There you go. Um, They must have a decent relationship with him considering their loaning players. Grasshopper Club Zurich, commonly referred to as GC, GCZ, or Grasshoppers is a multi-sports club based in the Nittelshall, uh, near Zurich, uh, Switzerland. The oldest and best-known department of the club is the football team. They've won 27 titles. There you go. Um, and the big one from Wolves is Adama Traore to Barcelona, initially on a six-month loan, but they have a 30 million euro option to buy, and he has already agreed 
for a five-year deal if that was to be triggered. He will be paid 15,000 euros per week mm. at Barca. It's more than me. Which I think shows that people more care to play for Barca for the badge than the money, I believe. Um, and as we've seen, a lot of other wage deductions uh, at Barcelona, you know, with uh, Gerard Piquet, Sergio Busquets also taking major wa- uh, wage reductions. Now, I also just want to have a look at the big deals of the window. One of them was uh, Dusan Vlaovic, uh, Fiorentina to Juventus for £62.5 million, pounds, which is near on 70 mil euros. Uh, he has 17 Serie A goals in what would have been about 20 games. Um, Arsenal failed there. I don't think they had the financial power to even go for him. He was more interested in staying into the Serie A as well. He was adamant in leaving this window, uh, this window as well, which means Juventus had a lot more pulling power than uh, Arsenal did, and he, he's now a Juventus player. 62.5 mil. It's a lot. Uh, who else? Jeremy Boger went from Sassuolo to Atalanta for just under 20 mil. Um, that's basically it. All the rest are Premier League ones. So Jonathan Akone went from Lille to Fiorentina. Pretty much the Dusan Vlaovic replacement there. 13 mil. And that's basically all the big deals that happened this winter window. And Gareth Bale was playing golf in um, Scotland. Well, any any new news? That's no. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, that's the uh, winter window done. We're now five months away from the summer window, which gets gets the blood going around. That that gets you excited. It's a two month window as well. Where's so the blood going. Oh yeah, gets the blood pumping. That's what that does. Um. Anyway, that's uh basically it for this episode. I predicted forty one minutes being forty five, so not far off. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll see you sometime next week, depending on how our schedules look. Mm-hmm. Ciao. Thanks for listening to this episode of the 91st Minute. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at 91 underscore pod. You can follow myself on Twitter at RP underscore shop. And you can follow Tom on Twitter at Thomas Hayes underscore. Our references and contacts are in the description of this podcast. Thanks for listening. Ciao. See you later. See ya.